0: Hi there, it's Andrea and Chelsea. Welcome to Renewed, a podcast where
1: we have honest faith and life talks. We hope to challenge you to think deeper about your faith and be more confident in your relationship with God. Join us as we explore
0: everything from tough topics in theology to practical ways we can live out our faith. This is Renewed.
1: Welcome back to Renewed. On the last episode, we talked about the importance of the church and why it's important for us Christians not only to attend church, but also to be involved in our local church. So, being a member of a church is a biblical concept. And we talked about how, you know, it's a community of people in our local area that we choose to commit to learning God's word with and we pray for them, we love on them, we serve with them. And so we shouldn't just be attending church, but really serving in our church and and building relationships and you know re- reaching out to non-believers. So we did kind of also allude to some of our own personal experiences with church and just growing up going to church all the time and then not so much when we were in school. And To be completely honest, a lot of the reasons why we had some of these reservations about church was because of misunderstanding of what the church is for. And that really resulted in something called church hurt. So, Andrea, can you tell me what church hurt is? Mm -hmm, Of course. So, church hurt
0: is basically when you're getting hurt by people at church, (laughs) just like it it says. Um, It's difficult, though, because sometimes it's easy to have, like, higher than normal expectations of people in your church because, like, they're Christian. You expect them to be, like, different. Um, But, like, it could be that or other times, like, people just might things that are unloving to you and it, it hurts mm-hmm. because in church you're supposed to be a family mm-hmm. so it hits you kind of differently yeah it's, sometimes it's conflicts or problems that would cause hurt or distance between believers and maybe it, it would change the way you think of god Maybe it changes the way you think of other Christians, and yeah, other different cases can look different. Some cases are obviously more serious and damaging than others. But what we'll be talking about today is more about ways that we've both experienced church hurt and how it's affected the way that we saw and experienced church. So, although I don't know, it seems like something maybe pretty small to some of us, but it can actually affect someone's faith a lot and how they see God. So, Chelsea, how have you been personally hurt by other Christians before, and like what exactly happened?
1: Mm-hmm. I. I can't think of one specific experience, but I think for me, it was sort of a lot of things together that kind of led to me getting that feeling of church hurt. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was a feeling of just being left out, like not fitting in into a group and not feeling cared for, like as a person who was attending whatever group it was, whether it was, you know, at church or fellowship. I think that my experience was less, you know, people hurting me specifically, but actually maybe more my own personal emotions and feelings that kind of grew into resentment because of how other people acted towards me. And just to kind of clarify, I am more of a quiet, shy person. And so I think for me, I like I appreciate when people reach out and especially if you're in a new environment that they make you feel welcome and come to talk to you and like just make you feel like you belong right I think I reached a point where I felt like I didn't fit in and I didn't necessarily belong in that group and so it made me think like oh well I guess they don't really care about me right like if I didn't come (laughs) nobody would really notice and I think it kind of comes with you know a lot of these groups and I think when we're younger, it's even more prominent, you know, when you're in high school, like youth groups and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. There's so many cliques. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it sucks to say, but like a lot of churches have cliques and they could be like the friendliest people ever when you go on like, you know, a Friday night, Sunday night, whatever. But you Don't necessarily feel like you're part of the group Mm -hmm. because you kind of feel like, oh, they've known each other for longer. They have all these connections with each other. And so it kind of gets to you. And even sometimes, you know, I would see people like organize events and. I wouldn't be invited. So obviously, like, that can be hurtful because you feel like, oh, there's like, there's the group, but there's also like inside groups, you know, yeah. and if you're not on the inside, like you're not necessarily like in the group. So I think those kinds of actions or inactions led me to feel left out and build resentment towards those people because I felt like, well, they don't care about me. Um, you know, like they wouldn't care if I'm here or not, that kind of stuff. How about you, Andrea?
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's sad but we have similar experiences so (laughs) yeah I've always kind of felt left out at church as well like I didn't belong anywhere and it hurt me a lot growing up especially when my self-confidence wasn't like very strong at all and it just made me not want to go to church because it was just a negative experience every time like i felt mm. very self-conscious like i was alone and everyone had like at least a little group of friends or whatever right and i just felt so unseen and i think like the worst part of it was probably middle school to high school time mm. i feel like that's a weird time for a lot of people growing up yeah. and so it's like yeah dark times but basically <laughs> my parents encouraged me to attend fellowship and i would cry at the dinner table because i i just didn't want to go like going with basically be like like intentionally going to feel left out like why would I want to do that and yeah over time I just kind of secluded myself from other people I didn't really give an effort as well Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah not having friends at my old church was also my fault in a way because eventually I secluded myself from people and others may have been unloving to me but I was also I guess unloving to them like I didn't try and then obviously like why would they try if I don't as well. So it was like a bad cycle. And then like in other situations I've experienced, I'm not sure if this is hurt, but it's kind of frustration because if you think of them as your family members, it was a little bit hurtful. Like all the responsibilities that they kind of just dropped on me yeah. um, without I don't know like sharing the load or coming up with a plan. It's kind of like I I agree to like help out and they're like, "Oh, great. Like here it all is." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's when I was serving like Um, Sunday school teaching the little kids or or teaching youth fellowship like just too much responsibility was put on my shoulders without adequate support from others which just left me feeling discouraged and just kind of like I was on an island on my own
1: yeah and I guess in Mm -hmm. that case it was you not feeling valued right for like all the work that you were putting in there was Mm -hmm. no like appreciation for what you have been working on
0: yeah and like a a lack of team you know like Mm -hmm. They kind of just like left and abandoned, I kind of felt that way.
1: Yeah, that's so discouraging. <laughs> okay, so I guess you've had, you know, a couple different experiences with Church hurt, but... How did you react to this? How did those experiences affect how you see God? Mm -hmm.
0: So as a kid, I remember thinking that, oh, like Christians are so mean. I (laughs) liked my friends at school way better than the people at church, right? That definitely affected the way I saw God because the people at school were for the most part non-Christian. Mm. And so it got me confused because, you know, you're learning all these things in the Bible about like people being loving, but they're just not in real life. And so at first, it didn't really matter too much. But as I grew older and I kind of made those connections, I was like, well, if this is what Christians are about. Then I don't want any part of it. Mm. It also made me skeptical and weary of like other churches. As in like when mm-hmm. I was growing up, I just assumed that all churches would be like that. I just thought like I generalize. So if like this group is like that, then everyone else is like that. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's where I was wrong. But yeah, eventually, though, I realized that I can't keep pointing fingers at other people without also looking at myself, because I was also kind of secluding myself too. So yeah. um, Yeah. And if you guys listened to our last episode, you'll remember that I also did join a new church. Um, And that's where I met some really lovely people who were really passionate about learning about God together and just blew me away with their kindness. Like my family, was and still is going through like a tough time with uh, my grandpa being sick and everything but this small group like when i first met them maybe like literally two weeks later they all like came to my house and surprised me with a gift Mm -hmm. basket and that was just like touched my heart so much i like my mom saw that and she cried from (laughs) upstairs because it's like that's the love of god you know that's Mm -hmm. like it's not because we were close friends or anything we hardly knew each other but because they were showing god's love to us so these people christians taught me a lot about how i should love others too and how we need to be growing in our faith and rely on god to help our brothers and sisters too so i i think it's important to know that it's not everyone as well
1: yeah i think similar to you i i had the thought that christians were fake
0: <laughs> like
1: mm-hmm. because all the christians around me were like not necessarily you know showing love but they always talk about love and they always talk about how you know you need to love but I didn't feel loved by them, cared. So I think those thoughts definitely made me, you know, probably stray away from God more because of that. But honestly, when I was, you know, reconnecting with God, at first I guess was a little scarred by that ex- those experiences or mm-hmm. like I I took that with me because I wanted to get closer to God, but I did not want to get involved with other Christians, mm, <laughs> uh, yeah. which is like completely, you know, contradictory at this point. we I know that now, but at that point, it made sense to me like, no, I only need God and that's it. I do not want to make any connections or relationships or whatever because I just didn't want fake friendships. Like, I didn't want the same thing again, you know? Like, I don't want to just talk to people and then, like, have the same thing happen again where, you know, they don't necessarily care for me and I see that kind of fake Christian group um yeah experience but eventually you know I I went to to fellowship and like I would just go for worship I would go to the small group uh bible study and then I would leave (laughs) I (laughs) knew one friend there and I was like no I don't want to make friends I don't want to talk to people but honestly eventually they kept inviting me (laughs) to like events and stuff like that and they would like all come talk to me and be super friendly. And I just saw that this group was so genuine in their faith. Mm
0: -hmm. Like
1: they were so, so nice to me when they didn't even know me and like they wanted to get to know me. And I think there were still cliques in that group. But the thing is, the difference is that they were not being exclusive. Um, Mm -hmm. They were always very inviting and welcoming. Yeah, I I mean, I realize now I I can't say that I love God, but then not love his church, right? Not love his people. Mm -hmm. And it's really a package deal. So I think meeting Christians who are making an effort to be the church really reminded me, you know, oh, this is what Christians are supposed to be like. And to me, that was super refreshing. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Like I think back then I associated God with those people that
0: hurt me because Mm -hmm. I didn't actually have my own understanding of who God was because I don't think I was like really reading or understanding the Bible. So all I had to base God was on his people. Mm. Yeah, how did you get over those past experiences of being hurt by those other believers? And how did you make sure that those feelings didn't overshadow future
1: experiences with believers. When I look back on my experience of church hurt, I see that I was also at fault. (laughs) Mm -hmm. When I really reflect back, I know that people reached out to me. I know that people like tried to make me feel included. And the tough thing is that when you're in that state of seeing yourself as a victim, nobody cares about me. Nobody wants to talk to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When you see yourself (laughs) like that, you're going to just see everybody as like not caring for you. But now I realize like, no, that was not it. I was just in that headspace where I saw myself as as the victim and I just overlooked all of the good that people did, right? Because I wanted to mm-hmm. focus on the bad. Mm-hmm. So because church hurt for me wasn't necessarily one person hurting me personally, it was a lot of internalized negative thoughts that I just chose to dwell on. And it just built up a lot of resentment, I think, f- towards Christians. And now I know that I have a role to play as well. like And even though, yeah, I'm more shy and I'm more quiet, I can't always expect other people to always reach out, right? Like, I also Mm -hmm. need to make an effort. I also need to meet people halfway and just commit in order to grow those relationships. So I think... Realizing that helps me now to make sure that my future experiences with other Christians is not what it was in the past.
0: As in like you are also giving much of an effort, not just kind of being like, you need to come to
1: me, you know, exactly. show me that you want me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I think is the mindset I had before. And I don't know if it was because, you know, we were younger <laughs> and just like mm-hmm. expected that. But yeah, how about you? How were you able to, you know, like separate this feeling or or you're hurt from god's innate goodness like how did you reconcile those two things
0: so as i grew older i think i realized that people are at different points in their faith walk and that we're all Mm -hmm. humans and make mistakes because looking back a lot of things i also did wrong as well and like even if i didn't do anything wrong I think i was wrong for not having mercy on them and just giving them grace or praying for those people i just kind of like they're not wanting me they're not including me and screw them i don't need them either and then just like you i kind of built up that wall Mm. but i'm learning that you know love is easy when you love just because someone loves you back but real love and jesus love is when they don't and you still do so Mm -hmm. to be honest like when i was hurt it was when we were we were kids and realistically, like I, I can't say, but I know for myself and I know a bunch of us weren't actually saved at that time. We just went to church because mm-hmm. our, our parents told us to. And, you know, as we got older, everyone went off to post-secondary. We all came back and things are better because we had like that break. It's almost like a fresh start, but not really. Um, Like we weren't good friends or anything after, but I do think that if I had met these people in a different circumstance, like we would get along because we've Mm -hmm. matured since then. And I also learned not to define God by the flawed people that we are. Just like God is perfect and we are so not as evident in all of these like situations that we've been hurt, right? So I've learned not to look to people as our primary way of knowing God because we'll just definitely be disappointed. So we need to look at the Bible to know God's character. And God in the Bible says, you know, to live in unity with one another. So I think it's important that we try our best to do that and also seek a church and like a a body of Christ that does do that. Just some verses that talk about unity, Acts 4 verse 32 all the believers were one in heart and mind no one claimed that any of their possessions was their own but they shared everything they had Mm -hmm. john 13 35 by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another Um, philippians 2 2 then make my joy complete by being like-minded having the same love being in one spirit and of one mind so basically we're commanded in many many ways to be like united with each other and as I think as we go in our faith and we like grow with other Christians as well, we can hopefully all improve at this together. But yeah, families have misunderstandings and fight all the time. But because you're family, you stick it out and work at it. And so that's why your commitment to a church family is such an important thing, because families are Mm -hmm. time consuming, but in a good way. But it's really hard (laughs) to, you know, like have like five different families and commit to like different ones. Right. So it's important to choose one stick to one and then love on them no matter what happens and obviously communicate about any issues that arise and as a family read god's word together you study you pray together you bear each other's burdens have open communication sharing serving support one another and you'll also grow together and improve in your love and it's like a beautiful thought
1: Mm, yeah that's so good Mm -hmm. i also think it is important not to allow one person who hurt you or a group of people who hurt you to define your face or your lack of faith, or, you know, Mm -hmm. your view of God, like we talked about. And I know it's so, so hard. And people have probably had worse experiences of church hurt than what Andrea and I have shared, right? Like some, it's legitimate hurt and legitimate reasons to have resentment towards Christians. But I hope that you won't let these people represent Christianity as a whole, recognize that we're all flawed even Christians right only Jesus is the perfect example and none of us can reach that level of perfection so we will be hurt by other Christians it's kind of a guarantee but sort of moving you know forwards from that is if you're the one who did hurt someone it's also important to take care in how you respond like if someone confronts you about you know them feeling hurt are you quick to defend yourself are you quick to see all the things that the other person did wrong and that you you did right? Are you listening to them? You said, Andrea, it's all about communication. And yeah, it is really hard to accept in the moment. And I've had to do this where someone kind of, you know, approached me about this. They, they were feeling excluded and Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to respond, but I had to acknowledge that person's feelings. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and just apologize for what, what I had done. And even though, you know, I, whether I was right or wrong or or whatever, like this person felt this way. So I need to Mm -hmm. acknowledge that. And I think just letting God soften your heart also so that you can be accountable for your actions. I think that for me, that process took years. And sometimes I even reflect on how I acted to other people and, you know, called myself a Christian. (laughs) I think about that and I'm like, oh, I don't want other people to think that all Christians are like this. For me, I usually will reach out to the person once I do have that realization and just apologize and do my best to reconcile with that person just so that you know they know like this is what being a christian is about it also includes you know reaching out and apologizing and and accepting your mistakes and sometimes it's you know it's not always possible to fix the problem and you've tried talking about it but just pray and and ask god what to do ask god for wisdom and and i believe that he will provide totally agree like i think if all else
0: fails, like if anything that we said in this podcast just didn't apply to you and you're hurt, you can pray to God about it and just tell Him like how you feel. Like if you feel like it's so bad you can't overcome it, it's not so easy to just love through maybe what has happened. Um, like tell God about it and God will you know guide you what to do. He'll also you know maybe change the hearts of those people as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, whether you're someone who was hurt or someone who has hurt someone else in the church, God instructs us to seek reconciliation and forgiveness. So, yeah, praying about it's so important. Ask God if there are relationships in the church that have affected you or another person in a negative way. And maybe God will actually push you towards reconciling or maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you don't know that you actually hurt someone too. Mm-hmm. The point is that God designed the church to be unified and we have a job in keeping this. So it's so important no matter what to be part of a church and to pray for the people around you and just to be there so you can love and kind of just grow together through the hard times and also the good times mm-hmm. so thank you so much for joining us for today's episode and we hope you'll join us for the next one see you bye. bye thanks for joining us for this episode of renewed we hope it has challenged you to think deeper about your faith and start conversations with those around you
1: remember to follow and join us for our next episode see you next time